What is up, gamers? Back at it again with another podcast. Sorry, it's been a little late. Um, I wanted to actually take a little bit of time and make sure I like upgraded my quality a little bit. You can probably tell right now, it doesn't sound like I'm in a microwave. And that's because I actually, so I work at a Walmart and um, I got a, what is it, a blue ice ball? I don't know. It's like a cheap. It's not really like it's 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 a good microphone for the price I paid for it. I paid like twenty bucks for it. He was gonna give it to me, but I was like, I feel bad. Like you just giving me this. Like I I can't like just let you give me this. Like I have to pay something. So I was like, let me let me at least do like twenty bucks. And he's like, yeah, sure. So the mic quality should sound slightly better. And I'm also gonna get like a couple of things like a pop filter. But you know, I didn't really have the time yet. But I wanted to make sure I re- at least recorded an episode before Thursday because I try to keep it every Thursday, man. But it, I was slacking last Thursday. But, um, yeah, my week in Yu-Gi-Oh. So I'll talk about a rogue deck I've been playing and um, Code Talkers, man. So much fun. I have not had this much fun with a deck in a while. Code Talkers are really, really interesting so I was watching, so I've always liked like Cybers extending, like, so the first deck I ever took to locals was Dino Wrestlers, right? But the second one was like, I took, was it like Cybers, just throw a bunch of good Cybers like stuff all together and try to summon uh, Topologic Zaboros. Um, it's not a good card, but it was like 20 cents. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to play this, right? But it was so much fun, and and I kind of get like that same vibe again from like Co Talkers. Like Co Talkers give me that same vibe where it's like everything's an extender. Your entire hand is an extender, and that's so cool. Especially like with the Co Talkers, you can link from hand, and if you do that, you get like effects from the monsters you're using. So you're using like Co Generator Microcoder. And Microcoder searches for Cynet Conflict, which if you've never read Cynet Conflict, hold hold up. Let me pull let me let me just pull this up and read this to you, right? Cause because I just want to say this card is so broken. Alright. So when a spell, trap, or monster effect is activated while you control a code talker monster, negate the activation. If you do, banish the card. And if you do, your opponent cannot activate cards or effects of cards with the same original name as the card that was banished until the end of the next turn. You can only activate one Cyanet Conflict per turn. Okay, so theoretically, right now, the biggest thing we're seeing is Despia. Despia is everywhere. It's running amok on everything. It's literally, I saw... I mean, I've been keeping up with, like, M. Cole 40 and stuff, and he a lot of regionals are, like... High level events are being just like bombarded with Despia. It's not as bad as Splite. Oh man, that's gonna be a whole other issue. But it is definitely like bad, <laughs> right? But Code Talkers like Sign at Conflict when they activate that branded fusion, you conflict it and they can't do it again. Which usually means like branded fusion is not their only way to get to their board, right? But it hurts them like a lot like significantly i was playing on dueling book with it and it like significantly hits what they can do because like brand fusion is essentially like a fusion card and a foolish burial when they can't foolish burial 
and they can't get their fusion monster to shuffle back, it hurts them like a lot. And also, like code talkers, like like Cali Effect said, shout out to Cali Effect. Uh, I love his videos. Like I love um, my favorite thing are his vlogs so far. I love his vlogs, but um, he put out like a deck profile, which I have some slight differences, but the deck is with heat soul heat soul just makes it overpowered because you're never losing cards so if you don't know what decode um hold up decode talker heat soul so this is a card everybody was talking about right you you've probably heard about it because it's like one of those cards that can just it's nuts and attic nister it's nuts and code talker you can play it in salomon great like, it is a really good card. I just want to read it for you. So, it's a Fire, Cyber, Link Monster, Link 3, right? Um, it has a quick effect, right? So, it's two Cyber monsters with different attributes, 2+. plus. So, it gains 500 attack for each monster it points to, which that's that comes up sometimes, but it's not... This this is the effect that really hits you. You can pay 1,000 life points. This is a quick effect. Draw a card. And then if your life points are 2,000 or less, you can apply this effect. Banish this card from the field, and if you do special summon one, link three or lower cybers from your extra deck. Except decode talker heat soul. You can only use this effect of decode talker heat soul once per turn. So the second one doesn't come up as, as much, but the first one. So essentially what you can do is on your turn, quick effect. Pay 1,000, draw a card. Okay? On your opponent's turn. Quick effect. You can do it in their draw phase. Draw phase. Quick effect. Draw a card. Pay a thousand. So you're essentially getting so much resources off one card. And the crazy thing with this card too is like with code talkers, you can fill like the deck with just so many hand traps to stop your opponent. So you just fill all you fill your whole deck with hand traps so every time you're drawing a card you're probably drawing a hand trap and that's what makes this deck crazy and that's why i've been playing it i really have been loving it i i've i've had to i've had to get off the dynamorphia train i'm sorry i i had the cards and i was like code talkers or dynamorphia dynamorphia is cool i tried to make it work i try i, I played branded dynamorphia and the deck is like okay, I'll say it like this. Dinomorphia is like insane, right? But the problem I've have been having, and maybe this helps when the new cards come out, you run into time way too often. Especially for like a control deck. Like when you're playing a trap deck like that, you want to grind, which is fun. It grinds well. But the thing is, is you go into time like so I played locals on Thursday with it, and I went into time every single match. Every single match, I went into time. And with a deck that burns your life points like that, like half, 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 like you lose. There's nothing you can do. You just lose because to get your effects off and to win, essentially, you have to have your life points as low as possible. Like there's there's no if ands, buts. Like you got to get it down as fast as possible. So that sucks, but I'm picking up. Some code talker stuff from uh, a couple friends. You know, I'm trading. Had a friend uh, who's like, "Yo, you trade me two Thursday, I'll give you an access code." And I was like, "Bet." 
<laughs> yes, it's the gold one, but you know, we we broke boys out here. So next, I want to talk about uh, Ghost in the Past too. It I talked about a little bit about it last week. I think I talked about some of the cool cards, reprints, stuff like that. But pull rates, um, that's what I've been seeing a lot of. Uh, people talk about the pull rates. Apparently, the pull rates are like much better than we expected. Like, from what I'm seeing, the only card I've seen personally, which this sucks, that looks a little short printed is maybe Decode Talker Heat Soul. Because, I, to be honest, I've watched a lot of YouTubers open. And, I mean, I think I've only seen... So, I watched Ruxin's video, and he pulled, like, one out of, like, two or three cases. Which, I'm going to be honest, that's not too good. You know, like, that's a good card. I think a lot of people, like, when you go to pick up Ghost in the Past 2 and you get that card, save it. It's going to be worth money. <laughs> like, and it, and it's a great card to have if you're playing, like, a link-based strategy or a cyber strategy. Like, adding Nistiru would be perfect. Like, if you're playing adding Nistiru right now, I hate you, but at the same time, you need to get this card because it... it it helps facilitate so much better. And Ad Ignister is kind of like the same with Code Talkers. Like, you can just slam a bunch of hand traps in your deck and just say, I'm going to draw into every single interruption. You're not going to play. And I mean, yeah, your inboard is the towers, but that tower is not bad. Trust me, I'm a Flunder player. It burns. It hurts. <laughs> every time you summon the towers and I can't do anything. But... I've been seeing a lot of the pool rates and people talking about how ghost rares are like a lot easier to get, which is great. You know, like I don't usually open a lot of product. Well, okay. I can't say that. Uh, I work at a Walmart. So like I get like the little discount on it sometimes. So yeah, I will occasionally buy product if I get it on like a good deal or something. But most of the time I'm not really buying product. I'm just like, buying singles or trading with people because I, I usually have like the couple ogs of the shop i go to like they'll buy like decent bit and, and like most of the people that we have will buy like boxes and stuff and most of the time i get what i need off of them like for me i'd much rather just pick it up like off of somebody than go through the trouble of spending all this money to not get what i want you know and that's what i recommend for all like your first time players like just buy it i i know it seems like Oh man, this card is $110. Well, there's a reason it's $110. It's good and it's probably hard to pull. <laughs> that was my whole reaction with the Baron. I, I need a Baron and like my my dumbass is like, yeah, I'll just buy Synchro Storm. And I and I've pulled every ultra <laughs> Baron. So if that tells you anything, don't don't do what I do. Just actually just go online, TCG player. Use a creator's link or something and just buy. You know what? Buy what you need. And there's a lot of cheap decks out there too. So that way, like, you don't have to play exactly what everybody else is playing. You can play something you want to play. And most of the time, like, I love rogue decks. And rogue decks are usually a lot of times cheaper unless you're playing Generator. But Generator is getting reprinted from Ghost of Past 2. You know what? That's something I didn't talk about. Generators. Man... I bought the whole generator core before it got reprinted because this deck was so much fun to me. And I never realized how much Mardell was until I realized like, oh wow, this is like just a generic plant monster that just searches any plant monster. That's pretty nuts. But 
like going back and seeing how cool generators is i'm like kind of surprised they didn't do more than they did you know like i i i feel like generators is such a weird like deck but at the same time i feel like it might be good this format because i mean yeah people were jamming in hand traps but i feel like you could play the branded engine in it i feel like you could play like like slap invoked branded generator I'm sure it would work. Throw throw the um, adventure engine in there too. That cancer dot deck make make it good. It's good. Yep yep. Sixty card put magician of chaos, magician souls, the adventure engine. Just just fit all the good cards in. Just put them all in. Don't don't worry about deck size. Put the whole. I I know right now you're thinking you're you're sitting on your desk you're. You're looking through your cards like, man, I just don't know if I can fit this one card in there. Just do it. Just put it in there. What's going to happen? I mean, everybody else was playing 60 cards. Why not play 60 cards, you know? But anyways, um, the pull rates have been significantly better, which is good. I think Konami's finally like, this set, honestly, for like a player is like really niche. Because I feel like there's good cards but, like, not really any, like, staple that you have to have. The only staples I can really think of, like, buying the set for is maybe Halky Fibrax. But I think, honestly, it's not going to be that expensive. It's going to be, like, $15, $10. It's going to go down from what the TCG... Like, TCG... I think on TCG it was, like, 15 last time I checked. But I think it's going to go way down from there. Hold up. Let me check. Because I just... I. I don't think, honestly, that it can go like okay. Oh wow, it went down a lot. So it's at like twelve dollars right now, which is like really not bad, especially for what you're getting. You're getting an overpowered card, right? And like that's kind of crazy. That it's down to twelve because there's like only two other printing. It's it's an ultimate rare and then an ultra from dual overload. But honestly, I think. You buy this card. You buy this card now because I have a feeling it might go up because I think people are sleeping on this card. It kind of reminds me of, well, the Despia stuff. Like the price was prices were so low because like people were like sleeping on it. Like I picked up – I didn't want to play Despia because I, I wasn't really too interested in it. I knew it was going to be good, but I was like, eh, not really my thing, right? Because everybody at my card shop plays Despia. They were all like, oh my god, Despia is so cool. And I was like, yeah, cool. Theater kids, why not just play Abyss Actors? The better theater kids. But I think Christron is going to be one of those cards you need to pick up like immediately. Because this card is good, number one. It's like generically good. And I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just two. Yeah, it's two monsters including a tumor. There are so many decks that can do that now. Like, it's easy, it's generic, it's good. Like, the only thing you need other than this is an Aurorodon and a Despot. And Despot comes in Ghost from the Past. So, there's no excuse. Just just get your Crystron now. And it may go up. I, I think it'll go up. There's only three printings. Like, maybe two or three years down the line, people are going to be like, damn, why didn't I get buy my, more of this? Why didn't I buy mine now? Because it's just a generically good card, and I really don't think they'll ban it. Like, 
I don't think Krishan is what the problem is. I think it's more of well, I think it's more of a combination of Auroradon and Despot. I, I don't think you can like <laughs> please don't ban Despot Zero One, man. But I mean, let's just say theoretically they did ban it. I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? Because like I mean, there's probably another tuner that can do what Despot does, but I don't know. Or, but I think Auroradon's probably the better hit because, I mean, yeah, you get to a link three, and I mean, yeah, there's a couple of good link threes, but like going into a, like they'll have to go a different route, and they're not going to be able to just synchro, 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 you know, get like Borlo Savage, a Baron, like they're not going to be able to do all that. They're going to have to like go through a link play. So I definitely think you should pick up your house now. Just, just do it. You know you want to do it. Yeah, if you're playing punk like me, you know, it, it's needed. And I actually, I'm really excited to be able to, like, actually own it now. Because, like, I was just one of those people that was just holding out for a reprint. I'm like, they've got to reprint this card. <laughs> like, there's no way they don't reprint this card. And you know what? They finally did. And uh, I guess now I want to talk about uh, what I've kind of been up to. So um, I've been kind of preparing for regionals like i'm going to the regional enrichment like may 8th and i was trying to decide what deck to play sadly i think it comes to well not sadly i think it's hilarious but i think i i've made the decision on uh flunder because i think i wanted to play code talkers but i was like there's no way i'm gonna be able to get all this stuff like some of this stuff comes out this week and, like, yeah, I have friends that are opening cases and stuff, but there's no way they get every card I need, right? So I'm like, that's out of the question. But I will be playing that next time. It was either that, DDD, which... Here's my problem with DDD, right? It's good, like, really good, but, like, I feel like it just dies to hand traps. Like, I feel like I get hand trapped to death. And I run cross out, too, and it just... I just feel like I die too much to hand traps. Hand traps just kill me. And I think Flunder is probably best for me because it's probably my most put together deck that I like. So I bought Flunders right when they came out and I've been playing the deck for a long time. So like I kind of know like different interactions and I also bought Prosperities like God, my wallet hurts, but I bought them when I got my taxes back and man, if people tell you to run extravagance with the flunder, like they're just stupid. I mean, like I understand like not having the money because I was running extravagances at one point, but prosperity makes the deck way better. Like you will consistently see your birds and I don't know what it is, but like drawing the two is not the same as digging six. Cause when you dig six, like you're bound to find at least one card you need. Right. Whereas, like, drawing two, you're just getting two off the top. And you could draw, like, Call by the Grave Book of Moon and just, like, regret everything, right? So I think, honestly, I'm probably going to play Flunder. I, th I think I think that's the move, you know? But I'm still undecided on, like, what I want to play in the main deck. Because you, you have your average build, right? Where you play your, it's three Rabina, three Eaglin, one Stree, one Toucan right yeah and then after that you kind of have flexibility a little bit you you obviously play like 
Advent's a three of. Map is a three of, right? You you play three of those. So there's Prosperity, Duality, three of. Miss Valley, I, one Miss Valley, one Ryza. I play two Impens. I think that's correct. If you play one Impen, I understand. It's just like for me in this meta right now, it just comes up to where I lose. Like you lose that first Impen and you're like, I have to go through so many like hoops to recycle it. Why don't I just play two and that way it can stick it down again. And they're like, oh man, I thought I got rid of it. Most people only play one, you know? But I'm still undecided. I, I'm playing the 3D shifter. I'm actually playing Dark Ruler in the main, which I, I think is necessary now. I think Flunder is one of those decks where it's like, if you're not playing a lot of hand traps, like you need to play Dark Ruler. Because I think Dark Ruler makes it easier to play. Because you can't really run Droplet. Droplet is just not really a, like a great card in this deck like it really doesn't do anything for you whereas dark ruler is like an instant negate play like i can't tell you how many times dark ruler has bailed me so last week for example i played flunder right and my locals and i'm playing against a guy who um his name's tyler he's fucking ridiculous man is mega mind head brained and he's playing sword soul and i'm just like after locals we're just like playing because i'm trying to practice right because i want to see the different interactions i can play around and like what i need to do to get to the, my board and every time i swear i would play he's like all right can you get the barrier statue and i'm like yeah and he's like scoop and every time every time he didn't draw a hand trap or anything or i could get around he's like can you put the barrier statue on the board and i'm like yes and he's like scoop <laughs> and i've never seen a deck really do that and that's why i kind of want to play it like i feel like i don't feel like people are sleeping on it because i think people know it's capable of it but what i'm hoping is so many people are focused on despia right now they're like oh despia we got a side for despia that they're like slowly pulling those Flunder side deck cards out. And then they're like, oh, I'm probably going to play like five Despia Mirror matches. And then you just sack wins because you're Flunder, right? Flunder is just one of those sacky decks where it's like, you you do not side cards against me, I will win. Like, I mean, the only deck I feel like I could truly lose to if I don't draw well is maybe maybe invoked but like honestly i think you can probably beat them too i, I think flunder just hard loses to zombie world you just yeah zombies that's okay yeah <laughs> flunder hard loses to zombies right but that's why i'm playing harpy's feather duster in the main because i'm kind of worried about cards like that because i feel like it's definitely going to be a problem. And that's why I personally am playing two Book of Moons, a Harpy's Feather Duster, and three Ashes. Because I want to be able to play a little bit of Interruption, but I don't want to play enough to where it makes my deck, like, brick. And you always want to keep it... If you ever play Flunder, you always want to keep it to 40. Don't go 41, 42, 40. You want to be able to dig the best you can. You want to be able to, like, keep it tight 
Like you want you want to see your cards when you need them. But um, side cards is also interesting for me right now. Um, my side deck is like I'm trying to think of different interactions, but a lot of my friends have been telling me is so right now my side deck is Ghost Bell, Red Reboot, three Harpy Featherstorm, two Twins, three Evenly, a Dark Samorg. And right now, a little tech card for um, you people out there who listen to my podcast. Thank you. Um, tech card is no material. Um, I didn't know what this card was um, until I went to YCS Charlotte. You, it's probably on another episode, but no material is a broken card. Especially in a format where everybody's like fusion summoning. So, okay, they summon Albaz, activate Albaz effect, you just no material it. So they can't use it for material. So it's just stuck. And they can't super poly it, and they can't use it. it it's stuck. It's there. Like, <laughs> you're not getting rid of it. <laughs> the only way you can get rid of it, I'm pretty sure, is just like attack into something. And I don't know. Hold up, let me look this up. I don't know if it really stops. No material. Let's see. Special summons monster. You control no cards. Discard, discard. Target a face up. Turn. Cannot be tributed. Uses material for a fusion, synchro, XCs, or link summon. Wow. That's nuts. That's really nuts. And I think it's going to be a crazy card. And considering how cheap it is right now, it's... Okay, hold up. This card is, like, literally, I think, for a play set. Hold up. Okay. So you have the secrets. The secrets are, like, five a copy. Which, if you're, like, a rich bitch, like, get your fives, you know? The, the ultra rares are literally $1.50. You can get literally three. And I would pick them up now because they're going up, like, steadily, okay? So pick them up now before you're regretting it. Because if you don't pick them up... And then you're like, oh man, wish I had no materials. You know, because they're $2. It's $2. Come on. I know we're all poor, but like $2 is $2. You know, you can spend $6 on a playset and be happy because you just made a little bit of money, right? <laughs> because this card is going to be good for a while. And like, I feel like this would be good for Splite as well because Splite needs to make a rank two. They need to go to a link to, right? If they can't do that, then they kind of just pass. You know? So I think you pick these up, you throw them in your side deck, and then people will... When I played at Charlotte and I used it on somebody, somebody didn't even know what the card did. They didn't even know the card existed. I think he was playing like Sword Soul, and he's like, what does this card do? I've never seen this card before. And I'm like, how have you never seen this card before? Knowing that I haven't seen the card before, but I'm like, I mean, I've heard of it, you know. <laughs> but pick up no material, do it now. Literally, I'm staring at you through this microphone right now. If you're not like buying them right now, then yeah, yes, Gerald, buy them. Yes, okay. But anyways, sorry, Gerald, you you're still my friend, but. Buy them, okay? But I think the main thing I'm really excited for is this Richmond Regional. Um, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna try to make another episode Thursday, so you're kind of getting like a double episode like special this week. 
so like happy for you guys but i'm gonna be trying to uh mix it up a little bit um i'm gonna probably go into my rounds um thursday will probably be a cool episode like preparing how to prepare for locals or like someone restarting you know because i went through this like six seven months ago so i understand it's hard (laughs) trust me but uh thank you guys for listening and uh i thought i would put like a poll down and below i'm gonna start doing polls because they're cool and i can hear from you guys um i actually had someone comment on one of my polls i'd like to shout out um where is he i shall find you i'm sorry okay uh i don't know your name and i'm sorry and i will shout you out on the next podcast i apologize but um he said his favorite road deck right now is cyber dragons and i think cyber dragons are super fucking cool and they're gonna get better so I don't, hold on to your cards because uh, Therion's come out in the next set, and that's in like two weeks. And Therion's make Cyber Dragons really good. <laughs> it's like essentially an adventure engine for machine monsters, you know? So hold on to your Cyber Dragon. Uh, get ready to grab those Therions because they are max really, really high rarity. Um, next episode, I might also go in depth in the new um livermancer cards even though no one cares about that archetype i care about that archetype don't let them lie to you um follow me on twitter at uh killer meta ygo i sometimes say cool stuff most of the time i don't but you know it is what it is my friend and thank you for listening and this has been killer well i messed myself up meta killer Yu-Gi-Oh, baby